Hey kids, can you guess what time it is? Movie time. Time to eat. I see a Bible and a donut. Yay! Devotions. That's right. Let's learn about God and spend some time in His Word. Welcome kids to Donuts and Devos, where God sprinkles His love on us and feeds our faith. Jesus will lead us and teach us. He will lead us to peace. We are the children that He loves. Jesus teaches to be just like you. Your words are true, so with Donuts and Devos, lead us to peace. With Donuts and Devos, with Donuts and Devos. Donuts and Devos lead us to Hi there, and welcome back to Donuts and Devos, where we get connected to Jesus through God's Word. I'm Mary Faith, and I'm so glad that you have decided to join us here in our journey through the Bible. And we have a very special devotion for you today. We're going to take a little break from the Book of Joshua, which we've been discussing, and we are going to celebrate Thanksgiving right here on Donuts and Devos. Yay! How are we going to do that, though? We are going to go through some different Bible stories that center around being thankful and, well, we're going to talk about them. And then I'm going to ask each and every one of you what you are thankful for. So you better get those thinking caps on. Ooh, this is going to be fun. I know. All right, let's start with the Lord's Prayer. The Bible speaks a lot about being thankful in all kinds of circumstances and situations. We are going to read three short stories where thankfulness definitely is a part of and discuss what we can learn from each of these stories. Our first one you all might already be familiar with and know. It's about one of Jesus' miracles when he healed the ten lepers. It's from Luke chapter 17 verses 11 through 19. On the way to Jerusalem, he was passing along between Samaria and Galilee. And as Jesus entered a village, he was met by ten lepers who stood at a distance and lifted up their voices, saying, Jesus, Master, have mercy on us. When he saw them, he said to them, Go and show yourselves to the priests. And as they went, they were cleansed. Then one of them, when he saw that he was healed, turned back, praising God with a loud voice, and he fell on his face at Jesus' feet giving him thanks. Now he was a Samaritan. Then Jesus answered, Were not ten cleansed? Where are the other nine? Was no one found to return and give praise to God except this foreigner? And he said to him, Rise and go your way. Your faith has made you well.
only one came back and said thank you? Yes. Out of ten men that were cleansed from their disease, just the one man came back praising Jesus and giving thanks. That's sad. It is, isn't it? Imagine what Jesus must have thought when just one person came back. He had saved these men from their turmoil. He healed them so they could return to their families. These men had been cast out of the city because of the leprosy, and now they could return to their homes. How could they not all come back and say thank you? Well, I'm sure they were thankful. I mean, come on, if you were healed of a disease, you'd be thankful too, right? Of course you would. I know I would be. But they were preoccupied. They were probably walking away thinking about all they could do now, back to their families, back to their homes, back to the cities, back to their jobs. They were no longer outcasts. And being so preoccupied with what they wanted to do, they forgot to turn around and thank the one who helped them. That one leper who was cleansed, he recognized that God was in human flesh, came back praising God and fell at Jesus' feet saying, Thank you. There was no better thing he could do, he knew then thank the one who had given him new life. What a great reminder for us. Sometimes in the joy of blessings from God, we forget to give thanks. Have you ever been given a gift and in your excitement you didn't say thank you? Well, yeah. Yeah, perhaps that's what happened with these men. They begged Jesus for mercy and Jesus granted it. They went to show the priests that they were cleansed and as they did so, their disease just left them. I'm sure they went off in their joy and excitement, forgetting to return back to say thank you to the man who was responsible for their healing. We can show others what their gifts and kindness mean to us by expressing it to them. The simple words, thank you, let others know how we appreciate what they've done and the gratitude that lives in our hearts. Okay, now I'm going to ask one of you, what is something you can be thankful for? I'm thankful for all the love and gifts It made me feel special and loved. Thus the Lord saved Israel that day from the hand of the Egyptians. Thus the Lord saved Israel that day from the hand of the Egyptians. Our next story is a bit different in that it's not so much a story, but rather an important part of Paul's teachings to the churches of his day. This reading is from 1 Thessalonians 5, verse 12 through 23. We ask you, brothers, to respect those who labor among you and are over you in the Lord and admonish you, and to esteem them very highly in love because of their work. Be at peace among yourselves. And we urge you, brothers, admonish the idle, encourage the faint-hearted, help the weak, be patient with them all. See that no one repays anyone evil for evil, but always seek to do good to one another and to everyone. Rejoice always, pray without ceasing, give thanks in all circumstances, for this is the will of God in Christ Jesus for you. Do not quench the spirit, do not despise prophecies, but test everything, hold fast what is good, abstain from every form of evil. Now may the God of peace himself sanctify you completely, and may your whole spirit and soul and body be kept blameless at the coming of our Lord Jesus Christ. 
Which verse of this reading do you think we're going to talk about? Give thanks in all circumstances. For this is the will of God in Christ Jesus for you. This is a very challenging verse. But it's easy to give thanks and say thank you. Well, of course it's easy to give thanks to God in good times. When we're having a good life, happy and pleased with what's happening in our life, it's easy to be thankful to God. But what about those times when we're sad or hurt or angry? Or when you get in trouble for doing something wrong? Are you thankful in that circumstance? No, not at all. But even then we're supposed to be thankful. How? God's Word makes this possible. Our sinful nature only wants to thank ourselves and forget about God's gifts. But the new life we receive from Jesus is something we are daily, even eternally, thankful for. He gives us gifts that we can never purchase. Forgiveness of sins, love, peace, and thankfulness. Jesus gives us thankfulness? Thankfulness in our hearts toward God for what Jesus has done for us. We cannot accomplish our own salvation. Jesus did that for us. Another way of expressing thanks in all circumstances is obeying Him and following His word. When we realize all the blessings God gives us in Christ, we can't help but give thanks. When we realize all that God keeps from us to keep us safe, we give thanks. When God's word so dwells in our hearts and faith grasps the gifts of God in Christ, we can't help but at all time to be thankful. Then turn and show Him our thanks by living lives that please Him. We always can be thankful that we know Jesus Christ. That is God's will for you, to know Jesus Christ and believe in Him. And whoever believes in Him, no matter what happens on earth, will be eternally thankful in heaven. So, what are you thankful for? I'm thankful for my parents and my family and everything they give me. The Lord is my strength and my song, and He has become my salvation. The Lord is my strength and my song, and He has become my salvation. Exodus 15.2 And our last reading is about Hezekiah, which I'm assuming you may not know too much about. And that's okay. This is from Hezekiah, chapter 38, verses 9 through 20. And we're going to learn a little bit more about him right now. A writing of Hezekiah, king of Judah, after he had been sick and had been recovered from his sickness. I said, in the middle of my days, I must depart. I am consigned to the gates of Sheol for the rest of my years. I said, I shall not see the Lord, the Lord in the land of the living. I shall look on man no more among the inhabitants of the world. My dwelling is plucked up and removed from me like a shepherd's tent. Like a weaver, I have rolled up my life. He cuts me off from the loom. From day to night, you bring me to an end. I calm myself until morning. Like a lion, he breaks all my bones. From day to night, you bring me to an end. Like a swallow or a crane, I chirp. I moan like a dove. My eyes are weary with looking upward. O Lord, I am oppressed. Be my pledge of safety. What shall I say? For he has spoken to me, and he himself has done it. I walk slowly all my years because of the bitterness of my soul. 
O Lord, by these things men live, and in all these is the life of my spirit. O restore me to health and make me live. Behold, it was for my welfare that I had great bitterness, but in love you have delivered my life from the pit of destruction, for you have cast all my sins behind your back. For Sheol does not thank you, death does not praise you. Those who go down to the pit do not hope for your faithfulness. The living, the living, he thanks you as I do this day. The Father makes known to the children your faithfulness. The Lord will save me, and we will play my music on stringed instruments all the days of our lives at the house of the Lord. What happened to Hezekiah? He was a king who was sick and was going to die. He prayed that the Lord would save him, and he did. That's a sign that Hezekiah would recover and that the Lord will keep his promise. The Lord moved the sun backwards in the sky. He moved the sun backwards? If God can make the sun stand still for Joshua, he can move the sun backwards too. Hey, great connection there. And if he can move something as big as the sun, God can certainly give healing to the sick. In fact, he can even raise the dead. This is Hezekiah's song of thankfulness when he recovered from his sickness. He was going to die from his sickness, but the Lord raised him in health. Still, Hezekiah knows his life is short. He knows it's not always going to be easy, glitzy, or glamorous, but he's thankful in every circumstance because he still has his life. What's more is that Hezekiah also knows where earthly problems and struggles come from. Sin. He says, In love you have delivered me from the pit of destruction, for you have cast all my sins behind your back. And Psalm 32 says, Blessed is the one whose transgression is forgiven and whose sin is covered. The ones whose sins are forgiven are blessed, and they will live. And it's the living who thank God. We who have been made alive in Christ Jesus have so much to be thankful for. Above all, that we are alive on earth, that we know Christ, and that he gives us eternal life, and we shall never perish. Parents, share this thanks with your children. Church families, share it with one another. God has given us life together and life in Christ. All the days of our lives we can sing and tell of the faithfulness of God to his promises for us. And give thanks. And finally, what are you thankful for? My family. Mommy and Daddy. Jesus. For I sing God face to face, and yet my life has been delivered. For I sing God face to face, and yet my life has been delivered. Genesis 32, 3. Praise God from whom all of us here on Donuts and Devos wish you and your loved ones a very happy Thanksgiving. And we'd like to once again say how thankful we are for each and every one of you that joins us every week in learning about God's Word and praising Him. 
And above all, we thank you, our Lord in heaven, for giving us the opportunity and ability to grow in your word and share with others the biggest gift you could ever give us, your son, Jesus. I'm Mary Faith, and you've been listening to Donuts and Devos, where we connect kids to Christ and fill them with joy and Jesus' peace. Happy Happy Thanksgiving. Thanksgiving!